0: Hey friends, Pastor Buddy Chapman, Keep the Promise Ministries. Today we're going to be talking about something kind of unique. I call it the snag. Everybody has ups and downs in their life, and we just kind of get caught in that snag. Tune in today. Check out what we got. We're going to walk through God's Word, how to be overcomers in Christ. We'll see you then. Bye. Well, how many people love living life? (laughs) You say, well, hey, buddy, that sounds like a real easy question. How many people have been around people you question that, if they really love it? I mean, they're doom and gloom and everything else, and they're just dragging last week, last month, last year's problem in with them and everything else. And we're never going soft on people's problems, but we're going to go big and large on what God has done about those situations. Somebody say amen. So when we start out today, I want to I want to kind of break this out. And last week, I did a little kingdom minute. How many people watch the kingdom minutes here on Mondays and Wednesdays about a little three-minute devotion. Have you seen some of those? Raise your hand. All right. We do them on Facebook just to give us a little boost through the week. Just a little short encouragement. And I did something about the snags of life. Okay, about a week or so ago. And what I mean by that is sometimes we just get a snag in our life. You know what I mean? There's there's things that happen and we just go, man, I didn't see that coming. We get tripped up in a couple of things like that. So I thought, well, gosh, that's that's I looked at the the, the analytics and everything. And we reached over forty two hundred people with that message. And I thought, well, just maybe we ought to talk about that a little deeper. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the snags of life. And I I think it's going to be something different than what you you think. We're going to show how God has made a way for us to come out victorious. Everybody likes coming out victorious, don't we? So let's take a look at this. When you think about this, if you look up a snag, the actual definition says an unexpected or hidden obstacle or drawback. Has anybody had anything like that? Say amen. Yes, so so this message is for everybody, right? I know it's for me, and it, it happens to all of us sometimes. We've got different things going on in our life, but you know what? Sometimes we have some setbacks and some stumbles, but you know what? Through those things, God can work them all together for the good. Have you ever been, now I say this often, and I just want to make sure we're on the same sheet. Does it seem like you draw closer to God in the bad times or the good times? It it is. It's just just the way we're wired. And I know that we still love them when it's good. And we love them when it's bad. But I tell you what, when everything's stripped away, we get a clear view of who we need, don't we? I tell you what, and that's what I pray today. As we walk through God's word, we see just how much he loves us and what he's done for us. So if you've got your, if you've got your handout, I'm, I'm going to give you the sneak peek. It's a little acrostic learning. I love to do that. And so if you look at Snag, we're going to be talking about our story. We're going to be talking about our needs, making adjustments, and also God's grace. Does that sound good to everybody? I think there's something for everybody in here today. So I want to go ahead and share the message. And I want to start. This is where we're going to work towards, right? But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How many people witness about their faith from time to time? Hands everywhere. How many know that this is a great verse to share with people? Because I know in in my, I don't know how long I've been saved since 95. Somebody had to do the math. I don't want to take my shoe off and embarrass myself counting. But anyway, um, I, I know that a lot of times we struggle. Am I good enough? Let me help you with that. Everybody ready? <laughs> no, <laughs> we are not. That's why Jesus came. Took the pressure right off, right? We can't work our way to heaven. We can't buy our way to heaven. Can't be pretty enough, smart enough. It is all by what Jesus Christ has done for us. And he come to rescue us in our sinful state. And he said, look, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't say, "Just man, you know what? When you got everything right, I'm gonna come save you. He didn't say when your hair was looking on its best day, you know, when you you lose that 10 pounds, you keep trying to lose over and over. Do I hear 20, 25? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I went to to the restaurant the other day, some of my He said, well, everybody about done with the diet business is picking back up. I said, wow, well, I didn't think to make it this long. I fell off about a third week. <laughs> so, but, but it's the truth. Sometimes we get, we get hung up on things. But I want us to take a look at this and see. I want to walk through today, and I pray that as we take time, we share a little bit about our story. But more than that, about his story. Let's take a look. If you've got some, something to write down, some notes, I think the Lord's going to show you some great things to apply in your life. Okay, So, everybody has a story, don't they? Let's be honest about it. I, I believe everybody has a, has a, is going to prove my point. And sometimes our story isn't all that pretty, is it? Just being out. boys getting quiet already. You know, and when you look back through the characters in the Bible, and, and this is what the Lord has shown me. When, when I felt the Lord years ago pressing upon my heart to, to be a part of the ministry and, and preaching stuff, and many of y'all have heard that, but I see some new faces. I was going to a Bible study, and I was doing my thing. I had put my faith and trust in the Lord, and I was kind of just on the sidelines, just I'm trusting the Lord. I didn't know what he wanted me to do, but I, I knew that I need to do what he asked me to do because his plan is greater than mine. How about, how about that in your life? And the Lord laid it on my heart that he wanted me to to share his message. And immediately, I sound like many folks, maybe in this room and definitely folks in the, in the Bible, and they said, who, me? <laughs> And I started listing all my lack of qualifications. Lord, I got to be honest, I'm not sure I really did a full-blown book report in school. Thank the Lord for the inside of that cover, man. How many of y'all done that? Wow. It was me. (laughs) But, you know, we, we like to take shortcuts, don't we? But lots of times, shortcuts end up just bringing shortcomings. It really does. Because God wants to work through those things in our, in our life. And so when we look at our story, think about this. You know, and the Lord laid it on my heart. He said, you know what? I want you to look at folks in the Bible that I used. And it reminded me about Moses. Did he kind of blow it a little bit? Didn't he kill somebody? Yeah. What about David? Anybody know his track record? Right? Go ahead. He had an adulterous affair and everything else. What, what about some other ones? Just name some. What about Joseph? God used him in a mighty way, but he was bragger all right out of the chute. Everybody loves me better than you, right? That'll get you, you hurt in the family, won't it? I mean, you can just think over and over and over. And I remember driving to the Bible study, and I thought, Lord, I'm just as messed up as those guys. I'm in. Right? Because I knew if anything was going to happen in my life, it wasn't going to be on me. It was going to be from what God allowed me to be a part of. So when you have something in your heart that God's put there, that dream that maybe has not come to a reality yet, realize this. I want you guys to hear as I'm panning back and forth trying to get everybody in here. Realize this. With God, all things are possible. He will set things in motion. Here's something else. I talked to a guy one time, and this is flying in my heart. This guy, and I think this is great schooling, and everything's fantastic, everything else. And the guy was going to seminary. And I said, well, what's, what's going on, man? You're sharing some Jesus? You're doing this? Yeah, and he was, he was about his third year of school and everything else. He said, well, well, once I get out, I'm going to be able to do this. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't you start sharing Jesus now? I mean, how many people do you run into a day? There's 150,000 people that die a day. Last My last look on, on Google it's probably changed by now. We cannot afford to wait to share the gospel. Amen? There is an urgency. There should be an urgency about that. Now, I think it's great, but if I wait to to get to a point in my life where, well, I finally got it all down. Whoo, that's going to be a long, long haul. But if I cling to the one that has it down, the one that came down from heaven and lived a life without sin and poured his blood out for each one of us who died on that cross and rose on the third day, guess what? Man, we're moving forward. We are going to rely on the Lord. I'm relying on the Lord right now. How about you guys? Hey, look, in our story, right? Everybody has a story. Your story might be your job right now. It might be your health right now. It might be your relationship right now. But whatever it may be, I want you to in, in, in incorporate this in your story, how God is the one that will get us through. Somebody say amen. So even, I want you to remember this. When you look at this, I, you know, sometimes I get a kick out of stuff. I get a kick out of stuff. I would not choose me. Y'all don't have to agree with that, but I'm just telling you, okay? But God gives me so many cool opportunities. Look in your life at the opportunities God gives you. It's amazing, you know it's from God. Because I know in my life, I was like, I ain't smart enough for that. I'm not thinking fast enough for that or whatever it may be, but I start seeing that God says, boy, if you'll go, if you'll take that big mouth I give you and talk about me, I'll put you out in the front line. Bring it on. Because I feel like this. Many of y'all know my story. I didn't come to Christ till I was 30 years old. I'm going to tell you what, sooner would probably be better. But today could be your day, okay? If you're listening, today could be your day. Don't waste another day not receiving the gift of God. I mean, I'm really going off script here. Yesterday I got a call from a friend of mine. I don't know about y'all. How many people enjoyed growing up where they grew up at? I didn't even know how much I enjoyed growing up where I grew up until later on. Now I wouldn't go back down there now without packing, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It was good when we were there, right, man? It wasn't that bad. It was, you know, everybody say, yeah, we're gonna pray for our neighborhood. But I'll I just, just tell you. But through those things, I look, I look at how God worked that in those relationships. I see many of my friends here today, many folks that, that I get to talk to. I see people that have moved and still have a concern for our friends and stuff that maybe be going through a difficult time. I had a guy contact me yesterday out of state. He had heard about one of our buddies going through some cancer treatment. He said, could you please go check on him? I go, yeah. So I go to the hospital and knock on the door. I hadn't seen my bunny in a little bit. Pop, pop, pop pop, 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 right there at the hospital. And he says, well, look who's here. (laughs) The whole way I'm praying, Lord, that my buddy is in a state that, that he can understand what's going on. Oh, he understood just fine. He understood this, that things right here in his body and things right here in this situation are not going well, and the doctors don't give him but about two weeks, but he said, guess what? I know where I'm going. I said, made my visit easy. What's been happening? What's going on? And we're able to rejoice in the midst of this that he's secure in Christ. It's amazing. So they talked to somebody. Hey, he looked at the wife. Said, "You made any arrangements or anything?" She said, "Uh, "No." You got anybody to speak? She said, "You got anybody in mind?" He said, "Him." (laughs) Okay. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing when somebody knows Christ and they go through a crisis how they handle it, versus somebody else. Hey, I, I, I guarantee you it's been ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs on this journey. But when you get to that point and you say, well, Lord, God's got it. God's got it. But you don't, you don't figure that out necessarily on that day. It's real nice to know as you go into that storm, amen? As we live that part of our story, everybody has a situation. I want to encourage you with that. So here's one thing we got to get in our story. This right here, we hear about this about every week, Romans three twenty three: For everyone has sinned and falls short of God's glorious standard. Somebody say amen. I'm going to break it right on down, come right out of the chute. That's us. Thanks for the encouragement there, Pastor Bud. It gets better. Aren't you glad? See, that's where we are. That's our story without Christ. We're stuck in our sin, but it don't end there. Aren't you glad it doesn't end there? Thank you, Lord. Look at this. Let's keep on rolling a little bit. These are great verses to write down to encourage yourself as you go through difficult times. Romans 3, 24. Yet God in his what? Grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. Man. God is so good, He gives us a remedy. He gave us His Son. Why would we reject that? I think to myself sometimes I go, why did I run so far and so hard away from Him when all I needed to do is just run towards Him? Man, if you're here today and you've been running, stop. Just stop. Turn to the Lord. He's got the remedy. He is the remedy. We go through this. It's just crazy. I look at stuff and I go, man, I ran for so long. I've said this many times. My kids always say, Dad, you need to take a break. I go, why? Why? I was on vacation with the devil for 30 years before I started this thing. I feel like I'm behind schedule. I feel like my, my, my sand and my glass has been rolling. Now at 55, it's really rolling, right? Or whatever age you're at, it's rolling. This sand... Grains have been moving on. I want to make the most of my, my little sandy time here. How about y'all? Because it's not for me, for the one who saved us. For the one who gave it all. People say, what? My mama used to say this. She said, how in the world do you find so much to talk about? I said, it's Jesus, mama. He's unlimited. He's unlimited. She said, well, you always were a talker. Thank you, mama. Let's keep on rolling. Look at this here. We got to get the right appetite. Psalm 34, eight, taste and see that the Lord is good. Somebody say amen. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Man, I think sometimes in life, we taste of everything except of the Lord. Right? I don't know. Has anybody, done, has anybody ever been to a buffet and saw the really good dessert and you say, look, I ain't going to mess this up. I'll just start there. I will, I will in a minute. People say, what are you doing? I said, I I ain't missing this. I get over there on a hamburger steak and knock me out of some cheesecake. I'm going to just start right there at the top, man. I'm ready to roll. See, because I've done that in my life, I try to do it my way and then kind of add the Lord on the top or on the side, but he needs to be in the center. Center with a C, but he also needs to be in the center with the S because he can make it all The difference. So when you're sitting here this morning, what is your story in in the background of the snag? Man, when I look through here, I see amazing folks that have been through some things that only God could bring them through. Only God can bring them through. And they're so willing to give God the praise for that. Are you willing to give God the praise for what he's done? i tell you what. How has Jesus changed your story? Mm. Let that sit for a minute. How has Jesus changed your story? I'm going to just say in general, guess what? This is one way Jesus changed your story. He rescues all those that call upon the name of the Lord by faith. Out of hell, breaks the shackles. It sets us in the family of God. That's a great starting point, isn't it? But there's more. Sound like the guy on TV, but there's more. He wants to use your life while you're here in a mighty way to share that with other people. It doesn't matter how many cars are in your driveway. It doesn't matter how high you live up on the high rise. I'm going to tell you what. God is not going to put on, on judgment day, turn around and go, hey, I just running over the books. I was looking to see well, how would you do on your taxes. How was your stocks? Whew. That's not going to happen. How have you used the life, the breath that I've given each one of you to share about my son? How in the world are we going to answer? I don't want to start serving God next week, next year, when I get around to it, when I get my certificate. I want to serve him right now. How about you? The best that I can to the best of my ability. And you know how you do that? You point people to Jesus. You just point people to Jesus. That's something that I believe all of us can do. Do you believe you can do it? God said he'll get you through it. So everybody got got a spot to write down their story, right? How about this? We're going to the end. The needs. Look at this. Just a few reasons why we need Jesus. Very few reasons, okay? Just grabbed a couple for you to think about and me to think about. Let's take a look at this. How about this? Truth. There is no truth without the Lord. He is the truth. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Think about that. How many times we just go on about our business and never even consider about that? How about life itself? He gives us our breath. He woke us up this morning. He gave you your family. He gave you your job. He gave you your dog. I'm an animal lover. And six cats. <laughs> Woo! Next, next slide, please. <laughs> but he gives us life. And he gives us life in abundance. Now, that life that each one of us are living here and through our story, there are seasons that are really difficult. You might be in a difficult season. You might be in that snag zone right now, that unforeseen thing. We don't know how long we're going to be here. We don't know. I was coming back last night, and uh, I sent Tanya Texas, text, how she was doing? I know we were going over some stuff. And I said, I'm really getting tired of burying my friends. I'm really getting tired of burying my friends. And talked about it a little bit. I know this. It's a whole lot different when you do, when you know you'll see him again. See, we have to focus past that. We have to focus past that. This thing right here, this life that we live here is short, man. I don't care if it's 55 years, 105 years, whatever the deal is. This is short up against the backdrop of eternity. I'm talking about eternity. Our needs. I'm talking about death and death. We, look at that, our needs. We need Jesus for the truth. We need Jesus for life. We need Jesus for death. You say, what in the world are you talking about? Because of his death, burial, and resurrection, when we die and we put our faith and trust in them, we walk into eternal life, amen? He's taking care of that. He's turned around and said, I made a way. And yet so many times we find a reason not to share that with somebody. Well, that's on them. It may be on them, but I'm going to tell you what's on us and on me and on you. We need to make a try. We need to make an effort on it doesn't mean to beat somebody up or track them down and beat them with the Bible. But the Bible says, always be willing to give account of what you believe. Are you willing to share if somebody says, well, what do you think happens? You know, oh, I think we just roll back in the dirt. Well, this body does. But what about your spirit that lives forever and ever and ever and ever? The Bible's very clear. There's either two places. You receive Jesus Christ and you're set in the family of God and your sins are forgiven. You can live with him in eternity forever. If you reject the only way to heaven, then guess what's left? Nobody wants to talk about it, so I'll just say it real quick for everybody else. Hell. That's the deal. We get the gospel all out of balance when we don't give you both sides of the coin. If you reject the only way to heaven, the only thing left is hell. You don't have to go. Anybody going in here? How do you know? See, see, people say, see, when you put them on that they go, well, well, I'm a nice guy. No, it's not about a nice guy. My answer would be this from the Bible, because I put my faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Amen. It's by grace you're saved through faith. Not that of yourself. It's a gift to God. I've received that gift. I opened that gift. It wasn't because I was smart, pretty, gave, did anything. It was because I was desperate and I was on my way to hell and somebody came outside the church and told me the good news of Jesus. Somebody praise God for people to get outside the church. Man. See, we're in here filling up. It's going out online right now to share with people. Share it. It ain't going to cost you a thing. Just push the button. Share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. Right? Because today's message might change somebody's eternal destination. Man, I don't, want, I don't want anybody to go to hell. How about you guys? I want to make sure everybody that's in the hearing of our voice or we can reach. If you got ways that you think of that we can reach people for Jesus, let me know. Because we'll try it, man. Because it's that important. There's a need. We also need. Him because of our sin. Kind of covered that over there. But we need Him for the truth. We need Him for life. We need Him in the midst of death. We need Him because He was the remedy for sin. What's the first scripture, second scripture I brought in? For all of sin. and fall short of the glory of God. That means that's our situation. But it doesn't have to be. Because when you call on the name of Jesus, we know that nothing can separate us from His love. Somebody say amen. See, when you're doing a funeral and you know that that person that's left this earthly body knows the Lord, you've got great hope and you've got God's word on it, God's promise. On it. He said nothing can separate us from God's love. He didn't leave us behind. He's taking us with him. Let's roll through this. Look at this here. Good place to underline in your Bible if you want to. Romans 8.35. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Let's keep on rolling. No, despite all things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. Man, let's roll on down here. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from the love, God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me tell you, that'll preach all day long right there, my friend. That right there ought to have somebody saying, hallelujah, hallelujah, Yankee Doodle, whatever. I'm gonna tell you what, that's a good word right there. So why is it we walk around with the shovel lip? I'm not minimizing our situations that we go through. There are some very difficult things. But if you don't look up from your situation to what God's done for you, you will always have that on your mind. What do you do the first thing when you wake up? Just ask a question. How many people grab their phone the first thing? Grab the phone right there. How many people start, oh, I don't want to go. How do you do that? What else do we do? Huh? Oh, man. Tell you, I only got seven and a half years, 32 minutes, and 18 seconds before I can retire. But who's counting? <laughs> what is it? Or do you roll over and say, "Woo! I'm so glad that nothing can separate me from the love of God. You roll over, your foot's going, to boom to boom to boom Hurting. Cat thinks you're playing with him. He jumps on your foot. You're screaming. You're waking everybody else up in the house. Oh, by the way, they don't have to get up the same time you do. So you already made a few more friends in the family, right? Yeah. And you say, well, how could this be a good day? It's a good day. You're breathing. Each day that we're breathing, you have an opportunity to make a difference. Somebody, come on. You have an opportunity to make a difference. I'm going to tell you what. I pray that every day we make a difference. And and here's the truth. You're going to make a difference one way or the other, either positive or not. I'm going to pick the positive. How about you? But if I don't fill up on the good news, it's hard to pour it out, isn't it? If I don't, well, i tell you what. Doom and gloom, doom and gloom. How many people don't raise your hand unless you want to get brave? Know somebody like that. Yeah, y'all brave. Don't look nowhere. Just look straight ahead and go, yeah, I've heard about that person. How many people be honest that sometimes it's the person in the mirror? I like y'all. I can work with this here. Yeah, that's me sometimes. But I have to remember. That's not my final destination. I have to remember. I have to turn around and go, wait a minute. What does God say about this thing here? What does God say? He's never going to leave me and forsake me. Nothing's going to separate me from the love of God. And sometimes you can be in a full room and be the loneliest person. But you don't have to be when you know that God is for you. Amen. I want y'all to hear that today. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good so far? Walk through a few of these here. So sometimes with that, we've got to make a few adjustments, don't we? Anybody got to make a few adjustments in their life? I got a question for y'all. Y'all ready? Listen up here. Do you really believe that God loves you, somebody? Do you think God is mad at you? Some people do. Some people do. I'm going to click this next statement. I want you to ponder for a minute. I was working on this this week, and I come across this in some studies, and I just stopped, man. I was like, wow, God wants more for me than I do. Do you believe that? I believe that. Never really thought about it, I'm just being honest. He wants more for you than you do. Well, I don't know about that, Pastor. Well, I, I do. He wants you secure. He wants you safe. He wants your sins forgiven. He made a way. He don't want you to walk around in condemnation. Right. He wants you to live a life that he purchased for you. So there's adjustments I have to make in my life. Right. First, I need to humble myself and realize that my sin separates me from an awesome and holy God. And then I need to receive his grace. I need to turn from my sin and turn to him and ask him to come into my life and forgive me of my sin and believe that he's the son of God and believe that he died for my sin. Got to make it personal on that cross. And he rose the third day. That he is the one that redeemed me, I'm saying me, meaning you, us, for all the calling upon the name of the Lord, and set us in the family. He wants more for me. I'm putting me in there. I want you all to do that too. He wants more for me than than I do. Man. Now, you know, as a rule, we're pretty selfish, aren't we? Think past it. He wants more for you than you do. He knows more than we do. Can I get an amen there? His ways are definitely higher than our ways. How many people, I ask this from time to time, just going to pan across it. How many people are glad that along the line in your life that God did not answer your prayer like you asked one time? Two times, three times, four times, yeah. Yes, indeed. You go, man, but Lord, I need this. But Lord, I want this, right? He says, I'm going to take care of you. I know exactly what you need. I know exactly where you are. Have you ever been on your job and you think, surely, this is not where God wants me? It could be. What are you doing about it? Maybe God's leaving you on that job for you to work things out before he gives you the next opportunity. How about that? He doesn't always take us out of the storm. Instead of over here, he carries us through the storm. And I'm I'm not... picking on anything, I'm just saying what I've seen and what I see in God's word, that you know what? I know that regardless of where I am, he knows where I'm at. How about y'all? And I know regardless of what I do or what I say, God is in me churning and working and cultivating my heart to be more like Christ. Would y'all believe that in your life as well? Well, you know why he's doing that? Because he loves you. Because he wants the best for you. Because he wants you to shine for him. Are you shining? See, a lot of times we shine for us. When things go wrong, we point to everybody else. How many people y'all know a person like this? It's never there for halt. It's just never there. We we got a guy at work. We call him Mr. Teflon. <laughs> Nothing sticks to him. Yeah, y'all should have done that. I can't like what? Yeah, man. I had a guy at work with when everything was going good. I said, "You were you in the Navy?" He said, "No." I said, "Cause everything something going good." He goes, "I." I, 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 I. And then things go bad. I said you must be part French because you say, we, we, we. We, we got a problem. Well, how we got a problem? It was just I. Y- y'all work with that guy. I'm just telling you. Man, it's crazy. We call that monkey slinging 101 in case y'all don't know. That's what it is right there. Beware. Look out for the bus. He's going to throw you under it, right? Anybody got that? I'm just telling you, I'm being real about this thing, boy. Woo! I'm way off the notes. But God wants more for you than you do. He even wants more for you than your coworkers want for you. How about that? Everybody said amen to that, right? But it's amazing. But we think God's keeping good stuff from us. Anybody ever argue with God? Anybody ever win? With that? I was going to say, because I, I need, man, that'd be the lawyer you need right there. But I'm going to tell you, you got a lawyer. I'm not playing it down. You have somebody interceding on your behalf every day, and his name is Jesus. In the midst of all our shortcomings, all our snags, all the adjustments we need to make, God's force. Look at this. Keep on going here. Ephesians 3.20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Now I gotta tell you this. I was back in my little room back there, and I'm going through stuff, and I got the praise music going. I got this going. I'm eating some pizza. I'm just praying. I'm doing some stuff out there, man. I'm working, man. I'm getting with it. And the Lord shows me this is I want more for you than you want. I mean, I met you on my Mr. C's pizza. And he says, I'm gonna show you. This is where he this is where he took me. Look, I got I, I got your word on it. Now, all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. You got God's word on it. Don't have to argue. You got his word on it. Why won't we trust him in that? If you could trust God for all eternity, I'm going to help somebody out right here. There you go. <laughs> I love it. If we could trust it for all eternity, right? To hold our salvation. You think we can trust him with today? Let's, let's break it down. I learned so much from my dad. My dad was not a preacher. But he was one my favorite preacher. Never stood behind a pulpit or anything else. I remember when my dad got sick in uh, shoot, man, 2011. He said well they give me about five weeks to live. Or whatever you know something like this. Or whatever. Well, it was five weeks. And, and we were sitting out on the, on the, on the uh Front porch swing, the, uh, what I want to call it, that bench. That's the word we're looking for, the bench. That bench is still there. She's looking a little warm, but she's still there. I said, Dad, what are you thinking? And he told me, he says, you know, son, living's not, dying's not the hard part of living is. He said, when you know the Lord, you know where you're going to go. And then he said this thing, and I keep thinking about it. He said, look, I just need you to take care of your mama. I'm sorry this stuff is falling on you, but for me, son, it's just a run out of the clock game. It's just the run out of the clock. See, he was secure. He knew, it's just a run out of the clock. When I talked to my friend yesterday, I saw the look. It's just a run out of the clock thing, man. I'm good. He's handling his business. Hey, baby, make sure you got that straight. That's good. That's good. I going to get butter, do this, everything good. All right, hey man, it's great seeing you. I walk out. I'm the one blessed. I want to be a blessing. I'm going, man. He's secure in Christ. Now, I don't know what he's been through the last weeks and months and years and days to get to that. But I'm going to tell you what the peace of God looks like. It's beautiful. Even in the midst of some of the worst things that we deal with. When you see that in somebody's life, you see that on somebody's face, you go, Wow. That's God at work. Hey, he's in the peace-giving and love-giving business. Look at this. Give me another scripture. 319 says this. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Man, take that in for a little bit. We can't even get it in this little bean, this little noggin. But I tell you what, what little bit I do get, it's good. It's awesome. You're not alone. God says, I'm going to carry you through this. See, we get a lot of stuff going and we go, how in the world is this going to, how about you, you guys like to know all the pieces of the puzzle? Want to know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and that's going to happen at four o'clock and it's going to happen. I used to be that guy. You pull your hair out trying to figure that out. It's going to change. It's going to change. Did I happen to tell you? It's gonna change. One thing I learned about doing funerals and doing stuff with ministry stuff, <laughs> you can write out everything and you're gonna have this guy sing this song and Uncle Joe's gonna speak and everything. It's gonna change. So you might as well be ready on the fly. If you're a person just goes, it's gotta be A, B, C, and that's great. That's probably not gonna work. When you go up there, because first thing that's going to happen is, some of you go up there and say, hey, everything, they ask you this. They say, Do you have the order of service? I go, yeah, but it, it, you, you feel I, I left blanks in between. They go, why? Because it's going to change. Because Aunt Margaret ain't going to be able to speak. Billy Bob forgot his guitar. Whatever the thing is, whatever, it, it's going to happen. But see, if you start panicking, they're going to panic. But see, I know this. I understand God's going to work it all together. And I'll tell them, i say, hey, look, this is a celebration of life. We're not going to get bogged down with with nuts and bolts like that. It's going to be good. And we're going to share about Jesus. We're going to share about your loved one. Just just breathe a little bit. We don't need to get into all that. But we think things got to be a certain way, a certain way, a certain way, a certain way, a certain way. But we don't even understand the big picture. So why worry? You knew I was going to get to worry on this. Why worry about stuff? How many words we got? I got my hand up. I'm working on it. But we got to give it to them, don't we? You know what? Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Take the positive that God's pouring in your life and use that to move forward. How many people know the person that's always talking about yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday. You ever notice that person, and it's probably us time, so t- how good they used to be? <laughs> Every year goes by, I was amazing. I figure I lived to 80, man. you going to say, I-, I can't believe they don't have a statue of you or something. Right? Because you oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody cares you got third place in the ping pong tournament in fifth grade. Nobody cares about that. You'd be like, he's sporting that thing. Be sure to put that in the casket. What's up with that? You know? I'd rather be turned around and say, man, that guy was crazy for Jesus, boy. He's talking about the Lord every time he can. I don't matter. I don't care if I'm in line. I don't care wherever I'm at. Lord, give me the strength and the words to share your story. Let's take a look at this. Here's a big question for you. When will you start living the life that I died to give you? That's, this is what the Lord's showing me. When will you start living the life that Christ died to give you? What are you waiting on? What are we waiting on? Well, you know, I just the Lord knows it. You ain't got to tell me, I'm just saying, ask yourself, what do I need to do to be in the center of God's will and then make the adjustments, you know? It's always, you got to wait one more thing, one more season, one more turn, one more percent on your bank, one more whatever, you know? I share, this, I share this from time to time. Anybody work with people that are getting close to retiring? Do they just lose their mind like a year out? if I hear one more time I can retire anytime I want I'm thinking I hope it's today because you're driving me crazy how long you got until the Lord comes back I guess because I'm gonna tell you whether I'm at my job or whether I'm still gonna be doing this is my plan because I believe that's God's plan for my life until I can't tell nobody else I hope when I go I'm like this still pointing up If y'all do an open casket, which I don't think you will, I think I'll be dust to dust. What's he pointing at? Jesus. Let's keep on rolling. You might as well laugh about it. Why are you going to get all sad about it? When I leave here, I am sure that I am going to be in the presence of God. And I humbly say that only because of what Christ has done for me. I can tell you right now, if anybody said, why are you going to do this because you're a preacher? No, I'm actually going to be looked at a little little tighter on the things. Oh, because because you're a nice guy? No. Keep pointing to the cross because of Jesus. Jesus. Because I surrendered my life and said, Lord, look, I need you. I need you. You You want something you carry a load around on your back? Give your life to Jesus. Let him carry it. It'll change everything. I did not say you will never have a snag. Matter of fact, you will have some snags, but you won't be going through them alone, amen? We make the adjustments. I've decided this in my life, and I think everybody has to get to this point. I'm gonna start living the life that Jesus Christ died for me to live today. How about you? I'm gonna start living that. What does it look like? Some days it Different. You know what? Some days I'm talking about Jesus all the time. Sometimes I'm shutting up and listening to the people. Sometimes I'm doing stuff that I really don't want to do. How about y'all? But I know it's for the greater good. Jesus Christ did not come for you and me to be comfortable. Amen. He came to sanctify us, to make us more like Christ. Everybody doing good? I better pick this up. We're going to be late for lunch. Everybody doing good? <laughs> Woo, yeah, I'm going to roll through it. Oh, I can't wait to get to this. Anybody need a little bit of God's grace? Somebody say amen. I'm going to hit you with some word here. Let's do it. Romans 8, 2. And because you belong to him, the power of the life giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Somebody say amen. Man. It just gets better and bigger and awesome. And we turn around and we say, Man, God's got it. How many people sharing their bracelets? It ain't about a bracelet. It's the heart behind the bracelet. Amen. That's what's going on. Let's keep on rolling. How about this? You are no longer shackled to sin, but alive in Christ. Now, I'm going to tell you what. People say, Man, why are you so cry- crazy and excited about God? I had a lot of sin in my life. How about y'all? You all you have been rescued, you have been lost. I got lost one time. How can you get lost? Y'all remember this. Y'all, y'all I'm dating myself. Jam Fields. It ain't even that big. I got lost in Jam Fields. And it was the day that we had all my family, my grandma, my granddad, my aunt, my uncle, everybody was there. And me and my sister were playing. We were peeping out in the clothes trying to scare people. Did y'all ever do that? My dad said, you're going to give somebody a heart attack. I get over there. I thought it was my sister. I go, hey, this woman's going. So I'm running back and everything, and I'm running all around. I don't see Donna no more. I don't see anybody. They're probably by that one purple mini bike. They only had one mini bike in the whole place. I go down and look at I can't find nobody. I got up to the counter. The counter was like way up here. <laughs> you all get that lip going sometime? That little doing the chicken boy. Yeah. He said, What's it? I said, I can't get I can't, I can't. What? I'm lost. Lady was so kind. She said, "Hold on, honey. I have a young boy up here at the counter whose family is lost." She didn't say I was lost. I was like, "My little grandma. I'm telling you, on a good day, with her hair whipped back, might have been five foot." She just popped out of nowhere. Buddy Lee, get over here. But I was happy, boy. I grabbed that little chubby leg of my grandma's. I was like, I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving, boy. Tell you what. That was good. See, I was rescued. How much more are we rescued from our sin? You didn't think I was going to tie that in, did you? I'm telling you, man. When you go through things like that, and you say, man, that love. Oh, I got some good stuff here. Everybody doing good. I got my eyes all teared up thinking about my grandma. Woo, look at this. It says Ephesians 2, 4. But. Because of the great love for us, his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, somebody say in mercy, let me hear mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. Man, this is my life. Sir, this is my story right here. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm. Man, you got a front row seat with Jesus. I love it. Look at this. Go on through here. And it says, in order that in the coming ages that he might show. The incorruptible, is that corruptible? I can see it. Comparable, thank you. Riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Read that before you get out of bed. Keep that over there. Put that on a billboard. Put that on your mirror. Put that over there by the milk that's probably outdated in the refrigerator. Put that right there. Yeah. That'll get you going in the morning. I get excited about Jesus. How about y'all? Somebody asked me a little while ago, how's your foot? I said, it's still broke." does it hurt yes but guess what i didn't think about it now i'm talking about jesus i'm walking on the promises of god man i'm rolling with that because that's what i'm talking about because guess what he's for us you are no longer shackled to sin but alive in christ i see so many people that say they're believers walk around and they could plow that front yard up with their lips. I'm not kidding. That lift all down here, jaw hanging out of where it was. Well, I don't know. God moves in some mysterious ways. Read the word. It won't be that mysterious. He's going to work it out. Man, we need God's grace. Everybody doing good so far? I had a couple of notes in here I was going to read, but I like what I've got to share anyway. How about y'all? I want to bring it home with this. Because of Christ. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's the story, guys. That's the whole deal. When we start looking at all those different things that God's done for us, I want to share a few things, the highlights that the Lord gave me. When we go back and we think about the snag, we talk about the S, we talk about the story. What's your story? What's your situation? Sometimes it's up and down. For our needs, one of the things the Lord will show me this, our deepest needs can only be met by Jesus Christ. We try to meet our needs through other people, more money, bigger this, smaller that, whatever the deal is. But the need that we need met the most can only be met in Christ. And I want to tell you today that he is more than a conqueror. You know what, what is it through this message, what has the Lord laid on your heart that maybe we need to make adjustments, refocus a few things? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Take time to drink in God's grace today. Take time to realize this, that we all have snags in life. We've got a story, we've got needs, we've got adjustments, but God's grace is for you. So today as we come to this part of our service, I I pray that you reflect back on a few things that were said today. Those verses, underline them, highlight them, put them in your notes, and refresh yourself with those daily. What was that one question? Do you know, do you believe that God wants more for your life than you can even imagine? Kick that around in your head and your heart a little bit today. He gave the ultimate gift for us to experience life? Are you living that life to the fullest? Some days might be more. Some might be less. But are you striving and moving towards the things that God has placed in your heart? How many people got a dream in their, their heart? This, I'm just asking. I'm getting ready to wrap this up. Is it a dream? Is something you always wanted to do? Something you wanted to be? Something like that? Okay. Is it something that God has spoken to your heart that maybe he wanted to use you in a way? Maybe he wants you to write a book. Maybe he just wants you to pray for people. See, a lot of times we think it's got to be this grand thing to impress God. I believe what really touches the heart of God is somebody that tries to obey the word of God. Some days we do better than others. But just like we said, he's got grace for today. So when we missed it yesterday, get up today and let's keep on rolling. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those in Christ. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much for your word and how you allow us to be a part of something so much bigger. And Lord, today as we speak about different things and we tell stories about different things as we grow up and and different things we've been through, I realize that each person in this room has a different background. But they can have the same promise that everyone has available to them. So if you're listening today online, if you're sitting here today, have you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross? I pray today that today is the day you ask the Lord to come into your life and forgive you of your sin. You say, why do I need that? The Bible says that all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Let's break it down a little bit more. We transgress. We broke God's holy law, each one of us. And that leaves us guilty before a perfect and holy God. Now, the good news is this. The wages of sin is death. But the really good news is this, that Jesus came and died in your place in my place so that you didn't have to die that eternal death. When we put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, the death, the burial resurrection, where he poured out his blood to purchase us out of that sin debt by faith. We receive it, into my life. That's your prayer where you are. Pray it from your heart right now. Lord, come into my life. Lord, I know I have sin in my life. Lord, I'm turning from my sin and I'm turning to you. Lord, thank you for, for giving your life for me. And Father, I thank you that you made a way. If that's you today, give the Lord some praise. And everybody said, amen. Friends, if you tuned in today, you've got any questions about anything, said? send me an email or drop me a line. We just want you to know Jesus and we love you. And everybody say it, Amen.